Um, so today it's just going to be me, Carolyn, and Caitlin, and in the future we can have more episodes where maybe it's just the one of us, or maybe it's two of us, you know, different pairs, or maybe it's all three of us at the same time. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about, like, just finding your identity and, like, how you stick out. Yeah, like, kind of, like, finding your own niche, Mm um, not... Not Percy, like the not. I guess we can also talk about like the not, like other girls phenomenon. Um, okay. Yeah, and kind of just like how to figure out who you want to be. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. Let's just dive into it then. Um, okay. So I have genuinely so much to say about this, and I think I've struggled for so long with kind of like finding my own identity because I genuinely genuinely think I was like a victim of the not like other girls just um movement you know and it's like I used to feel like I was better than other people because I didn't conform to trends and sometimes I do still feel that kind of like superiority complex where I have to like trample myself down sometimes I'm like Carolyn why do you feel like that like why do you feel like you are better than people just because you don't follow a trend because someone else might have intense pride in whatever trend that they're following maybe they genuinely love being up to date on trends and even if they are like upcycling or downcycling, I'm not sure what the right term is, mm-hmm. but just kind of, like, causing these trends to go by and fluctuate really quickly. Maybe they're just part of that, you know? So, but for me, it's always been, like, oh, like, going against the grain creates this sort of, like, uniqueness about you, this, for lack of a better term, like, quirkiness, right? And I think that's true to an extent, because when you see someone doing something that's outside of the norm, in a society as teenagers were everyone is like super uh super indoctrinized indoctrinated into kind of like fitting a certain style fitting a certain type of look and clamoring yeah clamoring to be like that so-called pinterest aesthetic you know and Mm -hmm. it's it's like then when you see someone going against the grain you're like that's interesting and that's unique because otherwise you feel pressured from literally everyone else that's following these trends to be like these people that you see online because then you it's weird because you simultaneously want to be like those other people that everyone else wants to be like but you are also interested in those who defy that at least that's what it's like for me so I don't know like sometimes I have to kind of take a step back and be like it's weird that I put so much emphasis on like being unique as in like not following and adhering adhering to certain trends because is that really define what defines my uniqueness like not following a trend you know Mm -hmm. yeah for me me, it was like it was like I was easily influenced by people so I didn't have like a personality of my own Mm. opinions on my own yeah I guess that yeah so it was like really difficult for me to 
like, come up with my own opinions because like even now I still have opinions now and like I push them out more but it's like I still suppress them sometimes because I, I'm so used to being like influenced by other people and being like oh maybe you are right that's the thing with like modern society I feel like with so much internet correctness and just being exposed to so many different opinions it's genuinely hard to feel like you're ever correct like I always just feel like what are my opinions? I think I am pretty strongly worded in my opinions. But even then, I always feel like this really naggling feeling where it's like, am I wrong? Like, am I just completely wrong? Because I know there's someone out there who's going to disagree with me. And, like, be also extremely well worded and put together about why I am wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I just think that in such an internet age, it's so, so, so easy to just be influenced in so many directions to the point where you don't even know what you want. Mm -hmm. And so the only way to kind of be yourself, as in, like, not look like you are in your pajamas every single day, is to just follow this already set out template for you that society says this is acceptable because at least you know, like, oh, this is something that's not something. Well, this is something I can do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because, oh yeah, continue. But then how do you, like, how do you think you found your, kind of like your identity slash niche? I, okay, I think I am on my way to developing it, and I think it would be like, I think it would be almost narcissistic or maybe even egotistical for me to be like, oh yeah, like, I found my niche. I think more so, like, I've just kind of found like this, like, I haven't so-called found my exact niche yet, but I have found like different um, I have found a way to be comfortable in not subscribing to that, like, generic mm-hmm. template that society kind of gives you. Um, and by template, I mean sort of, like, how to dress, like, how to pose, um, the way you talk. Because you know how, like, all of those um, up-and-coming college slash young adult girls in the city doing youtube vlogs where they're just really dry and they just kind of go like um uh like it's always that sound you know but yeah. that we do i don't know if that quite makes sense but if you it's kind of like a uh, young new york socialites um whose personality is their outfit and that's kind of like the general vibe of just what I feel like this generation wants to become. And I'm not really quite sure how to describe that unless you've like experienced it. But do you get what I'm saying? Kind of it's like they're always like vlogging, but their vlogs aren't interesting. It's just it's just their life that's interesting. Yeah, I think like because you know how we post I posted that TikTok, it was like us on the rooftop for your birthday. Yeah. I actually got, like, a bunch of girls telling me and, like, DMing me, being like, oh, my God, that looks like so much fun, FOMO and stuff. Oh, what's FOMO? Like, fear of missing out. Oh. So then it was, like, it kind of experienced, it felt like I was kind of, like, that TikTok kind of felt like I was, felt like kind of like those YouTube New York vlogs that you're kind of talking about. Yeah. And then, like, I was just, I was, like, I don't think I want to start posting that type of stuff because it just felt so toxic and, like, suffocating. Because then you're pretending to be, like, someone you aren't just a little bit. Yeah. Because you're, you're, like, romanticizing stuff over-exaggerating your life. 
Oh my gosh, yes. And it's like, you never know what's behind the scenes. Because for us, it was kind of awkward because we haven't had like social interaction for just genuinely forever. <laughs> yes, it's like, it was just kind of like assimilating back into society. And we just happened to choose a really awesome location. And just, you know, took some really nice pictures because we, we, put, we put effort. Because I feel like a lot of people are like, I'm missing out. Like, why don't I ever live that kind of life? And it's just because like, they don't take enough pictures, I guess, if that makes sense. Because sometimes a picture can capture something that's not even there. Like, some of my pictures on my Instagram, like, maybe I felt awkward in the moment, but you wouldn't be able to tell that in the picture I took. Yeah. You know? And it's weird. I saw this other... I saw this TikTok, but I'm not on TikTok. But I saw this TikTok posted to Instagram, so I hope you get what I mean. <laughs> not like a real, but a TikTok. It's just yeah. on Instagram. And it was like... um. I wish people would stop romanticizing your life and start generalizing your life because if a can of tinned fish that you had for lunch was the best thing that happened to you all day, then maybe that's okay. And I was thinking about that and maybe that sounds stupid, but I feel like when everyone tries to follow this template, it's because they want to use it as this launching point for this kind of like semi-famous sort of micro-influencer popular girl who's naturally pretty and doesn't have to work hard to be loved as in like work hard academically or maybe even just like building stuff or like you know like studying for like stem competitions you know yeah right and it's like of course these I'm sure these influencers have to work hard being sociable and you know talking to brands and whatever because and like having to edit their own stuff but that's like a different kind of skill that's more different than like school skill and everyone has to kind of work hard in school so i feel like that's kind of everyone's escaping point where they kind of want to be like i want to use this template i'm going to launch it to be like these influencers and these influencers don't really help either because like you said they will romanticize their life they will romanticize the heck out of their life even if it's not that awesome they will be like it's so awesome because they just want to play up you know and making everything look good honestly like I feel like I feel like making your life look good can make you feel like you're better than other people not in like a narcissistic way just in the like wow I'm doing so good kind of way like I'm thriving you know and so It's not, like, forever. Like, I'm sure for them, like, once they get to their 40s, they're not going to be, like, dancing in the streets of New York, Manhattan, Lower East Side, or whatever, you know? And... (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, when people compare their mundane lives to the highlights of the highlights of influencers, because influencers will especially go out to look for events to be able to make those kinds of reels and TikToks yeah. and highlights. Mm-hmm. So comparing your everyday mundane life to not even their everyday mundane life where they're just sitting down and getting their work done, but like the highest of their highest moments, you know, it's yeah. just so damaging to think about. I only know like a couple like influencers that really show like the raw content of like, like they're like parting and then the next day they're like, crying because... The, the test or something. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know what? Okay, here's my take. I honestly would love to be an influencer. Like, I genuinely think I'm comfortable enough with the internet to do so. Yeah. Except for the fact that I do not want to go off my private account. You know, I'm just, like, if, I don't know. But I feel like 
I'm okay. I would love to be an influencer, <laughs> which yeah, sounds weird, but I feel like I feel like I have the skills for it. You know. Yeah. But now my fear is that like I don't want to make people feel as bad as I did when I saw people and I was like, damn, why am I not like this? Because some of them I followed ones that like helped me. I think I'm so much happier genuinely because of the influences that I follow. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like I hope that I try to convey that to my four hundred or something followers. You know, like I try to I know it's kinda cheesy on my story and people are probably like, Why is she why is she doing this? Why is she posting this? Like who does she think she is? But mm. you know, because I feel like posting about happy things makes other people happier. Like you just keep seeing happy things and you're like, damn, like why do I feel a little bit happier too? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, back to the whole thing about romanticizing your life. Um it's weird because you see that presented to you as like the tippity tippity peak of just what who you want to be and then you're kind of like damn if they're that happy i guess that's what i should do to be like them but all influences now they kind of look the same and have the same taste and just the same so it's really really hard to develop your niche outside of that because then yeah because my closet right now is just kind of like Dollar colors and grandma e clothes, and sometimes I'm looking at like all these bright colors. You pull it off. Thank you. I'm looking at all these bright colors and all these crop tops. I want to start wearing some more tighter and more cropped stuff. Like I have too many flowy, shapeless pieces. You know what I mean? And I'm okay with that. I love them, but I want some more like also some more modern stuff. But anyways, I digress. Right? Um, when I see their stuff, I'm kind of like, damn. Like I'm doubting myself. I'm doubting my own identity. I doubt my own style or what I like because it's just hard oh my gosh and that leads me to this point where it's like when you see something shoved down your throat all the time telling you this is how to be happy because I'm happy especially on Pinterest like I remember I've only used Pinterest like five times because I genuinely do not know how to navigate the app like I'm just so confused by it and it sounds stupid but I literally don't understand the app and I feel like one of those grandmas but I really just do not understand the app so like and it's hard for me to like find inspiration on there because all inspiration is just the same like white girl blurry ish style where they kick up like one leg on the side you know that like pose where like you kick up a leg in the back yeah. to kind of pose yeah it's just all that all posing like a certain way always in grocery stores or po- parking lots and it was like when I looked at that I was like damn like I'm convinced now like a little bit like I'm kind of swayed like maybe I do want this aesthetic and then I was thinking to myself like after a, t- a day or two off the app because that's my first time using the app Sorry, I'm ranting a little bit. That was my first day using the app. I looked at all these white girls on Pinterest, all kind of same casual white girl style. And then I got off the app and then I was like, hmm, you know what? I don't think I actually want that. But it was hard for me to find anything else on there. I know that it takes time to be curated, but there's like nothing for me to curate, you know, yeah. on there. Yeah, Pinterest isn't really, it takes a while to curate and like, there's not much diversity on there. Oh, yeah. And I think when everyone tells me, like, you got to curate your Pinterest. But I'm looking at, like, what they like. And I'm like, damn, like, what you like just looks like the trends anyway. So maybe it's not that you have to curate. Maybe it's just that you would just like everything that's on there already. But I don't like that, you know? Yeah. I mainly just, uh, I save, like, food. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah, it's like ramen and sushi and fries. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with a Pinterest aesthetic. I genuinely don't. But, like, 
I think it's like sometimes it's just shoved down your throat so much that you don't even know if you like it or not. You're just kind of like, I guess I like it, you know? Yeah. So that's why everyone's like, oh, go on to Pinterest, find your style. Because I was trying to find my style for a while. Yeah. And I never really liked any aesthetic like cottagecore or art or dark academia. I was just kind of like, damn, like, I kind of hate all these, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was trying to find my style. And every video I watched, they mm-hmm. were always like, go into Pinterest. Um, ooh, this is pretty. Okay, sorry. I'm on Pinterest right now to kind of like see what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they were always like, go on to Pinterest and find your style and then buy clothes. And I would go on to Pinterest and it was just all oversized hoodies. So it was like, what do I do now, you know? Yeah. There's like specific, there's like goodies. There's like, there's like, it's like looking for gold in a silver mine. Like there's a couple like goodies in there. Mm-hmm. Like really look. Because even right now, like I spent so much time genuinely like making my fashion mood board because it's so hard to find stuff on pinterest yeah it's really hard at least for me and like i still see these three pins and i will send it to you but it's like the classic like minimalist matcha picture um here i will text it i will dm it to you on instagram right now and it's like I don't want to see this. Like, this isn't my style, but it's just so pushed that, like, you know, like, how do you not see this? And so that's why I feel like it's hard for girls because now girls nowadays, they're, they're just, they grow up with, like, an Instagram template of this is how you should dress. Like, mm-hmm. so they're kind of like, okay, I guess this is something I need to place emphasis on. But it's hard to find your style. Yeah, it is. Because. You're only given, like, certain styles, you know? Do you see the pins I sent you? It's, like, this, like... It's all just, like, white women just mm-hmm. doing mundane white woman things. Yes. And it's, like... I don't know. I just don't find it interesting. And I think that's the problem with so many people. They don't find, like, the cookie-cutter... Cookie-cutter stuff interesting. So then they just have to follow, like, a basic style... Because that's not going to offend anyone, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like everyone wears what's trendy, but then ends up being, like, such a pain in the wallet. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Because they are buying whatever's trending, and then it's, like, like for example, remember, like, Brandy Melville was so in? Yes. And there was, like, the plaid, and then you also had, like, the furry jackets, and then you had the honey t-shirt. Oh, yeah. So many, like, classic pieces, but no one wears brandy anymore. It's embarrassing to me, almost. It's yeah. embarrassing, too. And it's it's insane, because brandy's low-key expensive. Like, every shirt was, like, $20, I think. Exactly. That makes me so glad that I never, like, my mom never really let me buy, and I was just kind of like, damn, like, I have no clothes. And it was, I was literally wearing the same seven outfits on repeat every single week. And, like, laundry day was my favorite day, because it meant that I did not have to scrounge for my last outfit you know um but I'm so kind of genuinely glad that I did not spend so much money on it because then now I would feel so guilty like having new clothes Mm -hmm. I think everyone's always like damn like I do not have clothes but honestly like thrifting like a few pieces and then digging through your parents closet through the rest is gonna give you so many clothes yeah I think just wearing hand-me-downs it's like honestly it's fine 
Exactly. Like, and I'm, I don't even have, like, an older sister, you know? I guess it'd be harder for someone who has, like, an older brother and you're a sister, you're a girl, or, like, in, I don't know, you know, like, just, like, someone, maybe, like, an older sibling whose style does not match yours for any reason. Yeah. And I relate to that, obviously, because I am an only child, so I don't have any siblings yeah. to kind of steal clothes from. I know Dania, her closet is extensive, yeah. not because she herself has lots of clothes, but her sisters have fabulous, fabulous pieces, you know? Yeah. And it's like, for me, yeah, I think that thrifting is great for everyone, because then you're kind of exposed to, like, new clothes, too, and you're kind of like, damn, like, this does not look like the norm, but I guess I could get creative with this. Yeah. Yeah, because then, like, I don't know, it just gets, and, like, honestly, recent trends, to me, scream either body dysmorphia or just, you know, like, you have to be either super confident or not confident in all your body, like, and I hate that connotation that if you wear, if you wear a baggy sweatshirt and baggy sweats or a baggy tee, you are, you hate your body, or if it's, like, if you wear a crop top or, you know, a corset top, then you are so confident in your body and there's no in-between, you know? Yeah. I don't know if that's just me, but it's like, it feels like everyone either now is forced to be either super, super self-conscious or super, super confident and there's no in-between. Yeah, I feel the same. It's, it's like pretty annoying though, because it's like, you can... Because, like, in ninth grade, I used to wear, like, all black, and I was so afraid to wear, um, just, like, tank tops or off-the-shoulder type of stuff. Yeah. And, like, now I am able to, but I still feel a little bit self-conscious and, like, everything. But then I've had, like, people be like, oh, you look so confident. But it's like, actually, I am really scared. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you wear, like, exposing things. It always feels like you're exposing more than you are. Yeah. You know, it's like when I wear a cocktail, I'm like, damn, like maybe I suck as a human being. Yeah, like in my head, I'm always like, whenever I wear something kind of more revealing outside, I'm just like, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially when I go to um, a tutoring place that you also go to, yeah. I always feel like the teacher there is judging me. It's like, why is this girl wasting your time I'm trying to look? trying to look revealing when she could be studying you know and it's like something I have to get rid yeah. of in my head but I genuinely I feel like people do think that and I'm like I don't want to be perceived as that but at the same time like I feel confident in this yeah. one time I went there with shorts and man I got so many stares for wearing shorts yeah oh my gosh you know it's I literally show up to um class and like full decked out like outfit outfits everyone else in sweatpants and i'll show you one of the outfits um i'm wearing later but yeah um i was wearing like this like silk neon pink skirt and like paisley patterns with like um this really ostentatious like necklace pendant thing and it was people were like why are you dressed like this and i was like i don't know i feel really out of place but it's also fun but i feel really out of place because everyone else was in like literally just a t-shirt and shorts and i was like all decked out like I was gonna go on the town to LA you know mm-hmm. and maybe I could have died back a bit but at the same time like do I care yeah I do Ooh, one thing about like finding yourself is that 
I always worry about like how much I should care slash how much other people are going to care. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think that's like that's the one of the key parts of like really finding yourself is like you have to like really not care about what others think, but that's like super hard. Yeah, it's not like okay. I think what people have wrong is they always say like first you should not care. Then you be yourself, but really, what it's ha- what you have to do is you have to know how you want to be yourself, and then just do it, and then care a ton, and you're like, "Fuck, this is so scary," and then you do it, and you're like, "Okay, done," and then you do it again, and you're like, "Fuck, this is so scary," but it's not as scary, but it's still so scary, and then you just keep doing it, and you're like, "This is not scary anymore," and then you're fine, because that's how it was for me. Like the first time I posted on my story after like my my actual public story after like an year. Of just like not posting myself or my face at all, you know. And I was like, I am terrified. And then like now I can just like, cause I had to like get. I was only posting like really good selfies of myself. Yeah. And then now I'm so comfortable just like posing at literally whatever angle, and I do not care, you know. And it's nice because the the trick is that you just have to. It's not you don't you can't expect for you to just work out like you just gain confidence from nowhere and you're like this is it this is me you just have to kind of do it and then work your way at the fear and then once the fear is gone you can replace that with confidence and it just comes naturally yeah because like you can't really like get confidence from other people it just comes from within you know and it's like I was inspired to be like happier by other people I think and that made me want to feel confident because happiness and confidence I think comes hand in hand sometimes yeah you know um but I do agree with that I do think that like you can't expect other people to do the work for you you can't dress like other people and expect to be confident because you're just looking exactly like them you know yeah yeah it's like once you embody someone else you're never gonna be confident because you're not doing something for yourself you're doing something for someone else yeah exactly I don't know I think Track actually really helped. I didn't go to track events that often. I didn't even go. I only went, like, one time, okay? Mm -hmm. And that one time actually, like, impacted me so much because I was, like, so beyond terrified Mm -hmm. because I was so scared everyone was going to judge me at track. Mm -hmm. But none of y'all did. And that boosted my confidence, like, 110%. Yeah. That's why I kind of, like, Quarantine was weird. It really, really made you isolate. Like, it just really made you, like, be super good with yourself. At the same time, like, you kind of lost all perception of outside people. Like, you literally don't know how people are normally in real life anymore. Because you haven't talked to them. You just see their best pictures on Instagram. That's all you see of them. So now everyone doesn't feel like people anymore to you. They just feel like, they just feel like, you know, pictures. They just feel like icons in your head. So then when you distance yourself from them for too long, you're kind of like, damn, like, why do I feel all these really weird human emotions while they just kind of feel perfect? Everyone's doing perfect. Because you can't see them break down because you're not near them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I love seeing people in real life now because you can see, like, their flaws and their, like, imperfections. You know, whether it be, like, maybe they had a bad hair day or maybe they have acne that day. And, like, most people would be like, I'm self-conscious showing this to other people, but I kind of genuinely love seeing people look like that because I'm like, you don't get to hide every single day by, like, face-tuning out your acne, you mm-hmm. know? It's like, 
because then you, you're seeing that and you're like that's real life like I feel like that too some days I just look terrible and I'm like damn I hope other people don't notice this but I guess other people are going to notice this and just to be like make peace with that you know yeah and when you see other people in real life like that you're just kind of like wow like we're all going through the same thing together whereas otherwise you're like damn why do I always look so crusty all the time while other people always look good all the time yeah sometimes I'm just like on Instagram I'm just like oh I have this, like, a big pimple on my nose, and then I, like, look at these people on Instagram, and I'm just like, oh, my God, y'all have such clear skin. And yeah. then if I go on their friend's story, and then I would be like, oh, like, you can see, like, they're acting. I'm just like, oh, my God, me too, you know? like. Yeah, I get that. And this is what I was talking to your friend actually about. I think it's, like, when you elevate these people, when you elevate people, when you elevate micro-influencers, you – give them so much power over you and this generation is so obsessed with pining for people like pining after people pining after what they want just always being like i'm gonna look like this i'm gonna look like that everyone's so obsessed with with just like glowing up and like embodying certain trends and kind of like imbuing themselves with that influencer energy and me and Danny and you, I don't think we, like, send each other, like, stuff where we're like, I want to be like this person, right? Yeah. But I just joined some freshmen's group chat, and they literally always, like, send stuff to each other, or they're like, look at this, this is so cool, oh my gosh, she's so fine, I want to be like this. And I was like, damn, I did not realize these people placed so much influence, like, on other people in their life that they don't even know, you know? Yeah. And it's like, there's so much longing, so much want to be, like, certain people for me. And I feel like once you do that, you just kind of, like, it's hard for you to really be yourself. Like, it's it's really, 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 really hard for you to distinguish yourself by constantly wanting to be exactly like someone else. Yeah. And then you lose a bit of part of yourself. Yes. And I hate that the generation, hold on, I sent this really good spiel to her. And I know she was ignoring me because she just kind of went like, eh, you know, and that pissed me off a little bit, but whatever. Um, okay, hold on. Give me a second because I really do feel like what I said to her was really good. Yeah. And I wish she said it. I can like kind of understand like the freshmen's though, cause like, definitely in middle school, I felt I was kind of I'm kind of the same in middle school. I was like, oh my god, I want to be like her, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. especially because quarantine, they haven't been exposed to high school. Yeah, which sounds weird. Oh my gosh, I was gonna say which sounds weird because we just entered high school, but we are juniors, so I guess not. We're upperclassmen. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So, hold on. Okay, so I said that, like, on on social media, you kind of want to be other people because you see what they look like, and you're like, damn, they're so pretty. But the problem is that, like, different people look... different people look differently pretty to other people because each person's set of prettiness ideals is different. You're never going to have someone... Who's like, like there's no such thing as like no one being not at all pretty, because depending on what you like, there's always gonna be someone that's pretty. So you can't be like, this person is so much prettier than other people, including me. Because what if to someone else you are prettier than that person, but you don't think that because you're just so 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 focused on 
what you want to be like, who you want to be like, what you want to embody, that you just kind of like cancel out all the feelings of you being pretty for yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I like the whole thing about like social media is fake. That's a highlight reel. I think that's genuinely so true. And it's it's weird because like there someone told me they were like, oh, that means that you place your self-confidence on pretty people being fake and you can only feel confident because you have to drag down everyone else and make them feel like they're not as pretty, you know? And I think that's not true because I feel like having peace in how you look and how you act and how you are doesn't have to be mutually exclusive as like also knowing that other people can be real. I think they can happen at the same time. Like you can be like, they look amazing right now. I know they don't always look like that, but they look amazing right now. Maybe they don't look always that amazing. And that's okay. At the same time, you can also be like, I don't look great right now. But I know there are times where if I just put in a little bit of effort, get ready. It's like something's changed and I look awesome. So mm-hmm. why am, like, you know what I mean? You have to be like, oh, they are perfect. But that's fake to feel confident. You can just recognize that everyone's going to look good and bad. And yeah. when you see someone looking good. You just keep that thought in your head and that allows you to feel more safe in yourself because then you're not comparing yourself. You're just giving yourself room to be like, I am like that too, you know? Yeah. I mean, when I see those posts, I just always remember like, you know, everyone has their highs and their lows. So it's like. Exactly. And. Hmm. I think this generation we're in just taught too much to have to look a certain way. Like. There's just so much emphasis placed on, like, aesthetics, especially on social media. And I genuinely don't really see this in much of my friend circle except for this one freshman. But I'm sure that in her circle, everyone's, like, her. So I get why she would be like that. But it was, like, a kind of, like, cultural, a mini cultural shock to me across, you know, like, the minuscule gap of, like, a one-year age gap, right? Yeah. But it was, like, here are some plans for how you can get like ready for back to school and it was like plan just like plan everything you know like plan everything and I was at first I was like huh like you mean like plan like all of my outfits for the whole year no way and then she was like no not not like that kind of plan but more so like plan like you kind of think and then you like manifest and I was like it's like you kind of want something and then you kind of get it and like I get that because like I wanted to be happy and now I'm happier I wanted to have a better wardrobe and now I do have it but it's like that kind of stuff of just constantly feeling pressured to have to like want to have things happen in a certain way can be so draining because there's it's like hard to go about it you know yeah it's like you you have to do certain things and the steps are like so unclear and it could be so overwhelming because you're like damn like how do I get from point A to point B because everyone else has seemed to get to this journey but this journey is not outlined in a clear way and I know you've also said that you've also spent time just kind of like looking at like a lot of influencers and stuff right and kind of like especially in middle school I guess you've spent like a lot of time on that but I think that like the difference is that like a lot of these people don't really know how to separate themselves from that healthily. Like, they don't, they only know, like, I guess I should work on doing this. It's like, I, people are telling me I need to do this. I guess this is something I need to do. And it's like, why do we need to grow up for school? Like, why do we need to have an entire self-character upgrade for things? You know? 
Yeah. And it's like, I think that you've expressed to me, like, even if you do feel um, influenced by these things, you are also able to set boundaries for yourself by kind of, like, telling yourself what's realistic and what's not. But yeah. some of my friends can't do that. Like, I'm seeing them want to be people so bad and always being like, oh, my gosh, she is perfect. Oh, my gosh, there's perfect. And I've never seen that much stress placing other people in my life from, like, some other people compared to some other people I know, you know? And it's like, there's so much energy that you put on what you're missing from other people that you have no much energy, no more energy for what you can do for yourself. And that sounds counterintuitive because it's always like, how can you glow up yourself? How can you make yourself look prettier? And you want to look like all these different people. So you're kind of more focused on like, why do I not look like them? How do, how do I make myself look like them? How do I change myself? And that way, instead of like, how do I change myself by adding to myself, not taking away from myself, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, like you said, like it's so exhausting and draining when you do that. And I think it just comes with like maturity and time. It's like when they're so into that and then they realize like. Not the end of the world. It up. Yeah. And that's when like they fully, they get off that track and then they start developing their own style and just learning more about themselves. Right. I think that's a great point. It's at one point, at like, after a certain time, you'll just realize that you don't have time. You don't have time to, like, you don't have time and energy to just put so much care and stress on just these, Other. like, weird niche ways to develop yourself that have completely just existed on Pinterest and Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. And YouTube, I guess. You know, like, yeah. I think that to find your own niche and to change yourself, you don't have to focus on doing things a certain way. But the only thing you should focus on is just, like, what do you genuinely like and what do you not like? Like, Take some time away from things that everyone's shoving down your throat, saying you must like this and you must like that. And if you see something, you're like, I like that. Maybe you should ask yourself, like, why you like that, you know? And if you want, if you find something, you're like, I don't know if I like that or not, then explore that by, like, posting about it or speaking out about it or doing something with it that scares you and getting used to that. And then you're like, hmm, I like that or I don't like that, you know. For a while, for example, I wanted to share more of my daily walks on my story. I posted about it a few times and, and now I'm like, you know what? I don't think I want to do that anymore. Like, no one gains anything from seeing me go on a walk and being stupid, I guess. Um, I, I Okay, as in like, kind of like me talking about like why I'm going on a walk. I don't think I want to do that. That's a little bit too much for me. But. I think there's nothing wrong with just, like, feeling good on a walk and you just take a picture of yourself or, like, a video and you post that. That's cute, you know? But I don't have to tell people, like, I'm going on a walk for my mental health. Like, I feel like everyone knows that, you know? So, it's... You can't find yourself if you're too preoccupied with how to please society. Because you're not finding yourself. You're just going along with what everyone else tells you to do. Yeah, I think... I think what helped me was just, like, going off social media just for a little bit. Right. I think what's also helpful is developing interests that aren't the interests everyone talks about. You don't have to make your interests going on Pinterest and watching YouTube videos. And, you know, like, you can find interests that are not, like, some interests in communities that are not, like, pushed by the mainstream, you know? And really invest your time into that. 
that's going to bring you to so many more people who are a little bit more different than like all the girls on TikTok and Instagram. And that gives you a little bit more comfort to be yourself because you aren't pressured to be like other people in front of them. And that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy mainstream stuff too. You know, like I love seeing, what do I love seeing? I don't really know what I love seeing. Um, I don't know what I like that's mainstream. But I'm sure there's something out there that I like that most people like. I was wasn't roller skating super big on TikTok. Yeah, was, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I was that like a year ago. I don't know. Um, right? I am still super interested in that. So it doesn't mean that you have to like not care about other things. It's just that you can expand your interests outside TikTok. You don't have to yeah. change anything. Just add to yourself. You know, yeah, you don't have to like eliminate social media because like I did that and end up being like really bad for me because I felt more isolated than ever yeah you don't have to eliminate you just have to set healthy boundaries and be able to be yourself outside of those boundaries and if you feel comfortable with the parts of yourself that are outside the norms of the template that social media dictates of you then you know you can you can elaborate on that more you can expand on that more and you can make that like a more core part of yourself and the more comfortable you are the more comfortable you will be with expressing yourself as you are because you're more comfortable in your own skin yeah, exactly. You're, like, slowly, like, you're, like, accepting yourself, and you're, like, these are my flaws, these are my good traits, and just learning more about yourself. Exactly, because if you're always wanting to look a certain way or always trying to portray a certain persona, you're never going to be yourself, so you're never, you're never going to give yourself the comfort that you need in order to be confident. Exactly. Yeah, because I think that at the end of the day, what's most important is not how to figure out how to best fit in with how you want if that's what you want to do then go ahead because no one's going to tell you how to live your life mm-hmm. but at the end of the day like you cannot spend so much time worrying about whether or not you are exactly doing what you should be doing in terms of like how to fit in because there's no exact way to fit in either so you're just wasting your time like trying to follow this template you know and sometimes i see these like you know those youtube shorts reels youtube shorts like on youtube oh youtube oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. yes yes youtube shorts and reels are like my only look into what tiktok is and sometimes i see people being like outfits i would wear but i'm too scared to wear them or something you know um and they would just be showing like a crop top and jeans i'm like dude if you need to wear that if you if you're too scared to wear that then unfollow some people right now you know like stop putting so much emphasis on how much you want to be like other people and how much you're not like other people and how much you are different from other people like why does it have to be such a bad thing like why can't you be comfortable in how different you are from other people mm-hmm. i think the process you know it's just yeah but i think that like because you know how I was watching some like fashion historical videos yeah. and they would be talking about how back then like idols would only be in like print and radio and TV shows and movies. And so like the trend cycle would be much slower and you would have like much less, much less influence. Your celebrities would be much better known. They'd be the top of the hierarchy and everyone would know them and everyone would be influenced by them. But now you just have so many influences all at the same time. There's just so many people that can grab your attention. And it's just kind of like, damn. Like, I, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, it's, I think, 
it's weird because now that you have so many people to look towards, it's just kind of like this jumble of just like, how do I become inspired? And so I feel like this kind of like over influx, oversaturation of just influencers, influencing global kids is making it harder for people to develop their own style and develop their own uniqueness. And I don't know if this is something you've noticed, but I feel like the younger generations are just so much boring than like literally the people a few years older than us. Like the classes of 2021, 2020, and 2019, I feel like it's just so interesting. Like I feel like I can feel so many more interesting individual energies from people in those older classes. But younger people who have spent more time on social media and have been indoctrinated into like that like template social media template earlier in their life like you know like because they've gotten their phones earlier everyone's boring and everyone has the same personality nowadays which is like I know that's kind of like a weird thing for me to say it's like everyone's boring everyone has you know but it's really true I don't know if that makes sense or not but all of the girls nowadays I feel like they're all sort of acting a certain way like a learned behavior whereas if I just talk to like some of the seniors from this year or the seniors when we were freshmen they were all just so interesting and unique Mm -hmm. do you feel that too um a little bit but I feel like it's more like I feel like the younger generations, it's like because they haven't matured fully yet. But even our, we are juniors. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, when I'm talking to the people around me, I'm kind of like, you suck, you know? And it's like, when I was a freshman, I was talking to the juniors who now are seniors. They were all interesting and just fun. And not interesting as in like an interesting person, but interesting as in like, if I were to describe the personalities as colors, they would be all different kinds of colors. But yeah. now I feel like everyone is the same color. Mm-hmm. If that makes more sense to you. Yeah. It's like everyone kind of, everyone had their own like ways of talking, yeah. own ways of like um, dressing, own interests, and like own like little quirks, how they smile and whatever. And now I just feel like everyone pauses at the same time. Everyone talks the same way. It's like, um... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, you know, it's, like, that kind of, like, talking. Yeah. Same pacing, same qualities, same facial expressions, same reactions, just same color overall. I definitely feel like the learned behavior part and, like, mannerisms and stuff. Yes, mannerisms. Perfect word. <laughs> um, but it, I haven't interacted with like any any freshmen so I don't I can't I don't really have an opinion what we could do is when we get back to school I will ask you for your updated opinion after like half a year yes yes yeah but I'm excited to go back because I know everyone in our grade I know a lot of people in our grade have developed style like oh really yeah I know a lot of people have like started like like, a lot of people became more confident this year, and I was, like, so happy to see it. I'm like, yeah. Hold on, because I'm here to follow more people from our school that are interesting. Like, I'm going to develop more relationships with my IRLs. So, after this IRL. pod is over, yeah, after this pod is over, let me text you so you can tell me who to follow. <laughs> okay. Um, A summary. To be yourself, you just have to feel the fear and do it anyways. And you can't be yourself if you're taking away, if you're always thinking about taking away from yourself and being like someone else. 
to be yourself doesn't mean that you have to be the like someone else and just like embody someone else but to just capitalize on the best qualities of herself that you already like slash the interests that you want to develop you also want to get out of your comfort zone and like just accept your flaws and your your best traits and just keep on progressing and not be so stuck on the specific influencer you you look up to for sure because your flaws can be super pretty too so so that concludes this week's podcast episode (laughs) and we'll see you guys next time Bye. bye